0: only living proof of aliens is elon musk
1: like mazithra
0: that I didn't I even bet? sound edible urethra and <laughs> we all know how that went for you so
1: Mazithra rhymes with urethra that is the longest stretch boy you must be preparing for the olympics with a stretch like that
0: so were you close enough to see the uh, um travis mcgregor Incident or Travis Kelsey. I'm sorry. He was just throwing haymakers. How you been, buddy?
1: Man, it has been a week. Oh, VBS, VBS, man. Fun. Exhausting, but oof, long, long days. I see
0: that beard's coming in, though.
1: It's trying to Doesn't
0: it get look. there, it looks okay. cooler than it ever has. Yeah, wow. I mean, I like you. how you've taken that trim uh tip that yeah, I gave you. To,
1: yeah, I'm trying to follow it pretty good. I like it, it's pretty easy to follow.
0: It does look fuller, for sure. Well, thank you. The mustache is definitely fuller. I wish my wow. mustache could grow out longer.
1: Gosh, I wish this thing would <clears throat> throttle back. It grows so much faster than everything else.
0: Just don't ever forget to oil that. That's
1: oh, what I, I, always, I, always I always forget always to do. Oil,
0: oil, it. It. oil it like crazy. Oh.
1: <clears throat>
0: but no, you had VBS, you had... I oh, know that was all you had that for that big thing. Uh, I got the
1: and the evenings and you know, work during the daytime. And oh gosh, man, I had a big assignment last week on all sorts of good stuff, man.
0: It and you was, got it done on the very last second. I'm assuming,
1: you know, Bobby, I would take offense <laughs> to that, but it's just accurate. Uh, I, <laughs> I need my brain needs a certain level of pressure to perform i don't know why it just does do you believe
0: that or do you think that you actually perform better like
1: oh i genuinely believe that like the creative huh. juices flow so much better when there's pressure so i have to create some sort of demand and that yeah, usually is that high- at all. <laughs> it's
0: just the way my brain works why well, was that the bridal expo this past weekend. So I don't have any memes this week. So we can just wing that. Tell me about but, the Bridal Expo. Uh, there's really not much to tell. I just, I'm, I'm there and I'm, I'm gone. Hmm. So like at the same time that we were working at the Bridal Expo, the Congress released that there are aliens. So, I mean, I kind of put two and two together that like brides are aliens. So our only living proof of aliens is Elon Musk. 100%. <laughs>
1: So you and think Elon's the that. alien? So does that mean Zuckerberg's the lizard person from like under the earth?
0: I don't think Zuckerberg is sm- as smart as Elon to really say that he's anywhere on Elon's level. Like Elon's on another level than everybody else. The dude runs how many multi-billion dollar companies? Oh, several. Tesla, SpaceX. Twitter. Well, I mean, I don't know how much that's worth. And then he's trying trying to work on that. He kind uh,
1: of plays with fire sometimes. He what? He kind of plays with fire sometimes.
0: But he's kind of like you. He does stuff. He's probably not an organized physical person. Mentally, he's probably very organized. Yeah. But, I mean, the dude's a very average living individual. Like, he doesn't have, like, a, a mansion or anything like that. And he has the most unique name for a child. <laughs> you know, he makes his like girlfriends that he used to date, like make them dye their hairs to a certain color.
1: Like I did not know however, that.
0: whatever he was feeling, apparently that's what he wanted them to dye their hair to. Hmm. That's bizarre. Like, a little
1: bizarre. His behavior is a little on the bizarre side, but his brain is brilliant. And his ideas are always very futuristic
0: so or is his internet a part of spacex or is that a total separate company total separate company okay so there's another multi-million dollar company Mm -hmm. it's insane so to say zuckerberg's even something that you could compare the like yeah i'm not don't get me wrong he's smart but he's not elon smart elon is like an like just saying the word elon or musk is essentially giving somebody a IQ score. Like you're not Musk level and then below him. I, I really don't know anything about anybody else that's smarter than him. Is that a, is that a, a scientist or play? NASA?
1: This for NASA.
0: Yes. Um. <clears throat> but no, like who, like when you think of smart, Elon is literally the first person I think of. And then probably, um, Neil deGrasse Tyson, he's on that level. He could be an alien. <laughs> I mean, he hate he hates to. T- it's not that he hates to talk about him, but he refuses to admit that there's a possibility they're there. He's almost diverting people to like ignore the fact that like I, for one, have always believed that there's something out there that's always outside of us. But are they these giant green monster things? No, but there are aliens for sure are alien to us.
1: So your conclusion from all of those reports is that there was verifiable evidence that
0: alien life forms exist. Oh, I don't, I don't believe anything the government tells us. I mean, is it true? A hundred percent. I don't believe that to be the case, but I do believe that they. They aren't telling us everything, for sure. But the stuff that they're willing to tell us, that's that's what we should for sure be worried about. Because if they're going to tell us that, why wouldn't they tell us if JFK was killed by our own government? That's just dumb.
1: Oh, that's a... That's...
0: No, but I'm saying that's a bigger question for me.
1: I would rather hear about that. That's a whole different thing.
0: Right, but I would rather hear about that. And I would rather them either admit that and prove whether or not it is or isn't true versus tell me that aliens are real. Because them saying it doesn't mean it's true. It's just like saying that they were Santa Claus. Doesn't mean nothing.
1: I think they'd they'd rather just tell you that there's aliens.
0: Exactly. Because Mm -hmm. what else are they doing that we're not watching? While this whole court case is going on. That's just stupid. But apparently they're real because the government said so. Well, do you believe they're real?
1: Um, so here's the thing. I played devil's advocate there, but I absolutely think there's a possibility they're real. Um, I don't think there's anything that.
0: Indicates they couldn't be. I don't know. Have you ever like. Have you ever tried to, I guess, since you studied the Bible pretty regularly, mm-hmm. have you ever tried to find any evidence in the Bible that they talk about it or anything like that? Sure, or is they... there anybody out there?
1: Sure, and there's plenty of conspiracy theorists out there that'll tell you aliens are mentioned in the Bible and stuff like that. Some go as far as to blaspheme and say that Jesus was an alien. And it's like, Hmm. there's nothing in Scripture that says that they couldn't be there. But if they are, it wasn't relevant enough to our creation to tell us. Um, Now, with that said, we see some incredible... Like, it talks about some incredible images of creatures in the Old Testament. Angels, angelic beings, sephirin, cherubim, things like that. And it's like, if God's creating those things, an, an alien is, like, to us, is just another species of creature. So ones that have, you know, advanced knowledge as a, as a precursory species that God created, so be it. I mean... There's nothing in scripture that doesn't indicate it couldn't exist. It just wasn't relevant to our creation and our relationship
0: with the creator. I just never really, I guess, paid too much attention to people that say that the Bible says that or not. I mean, I wouldn't call that a conspiracy. I would say that it's more digging than a conspiracy. Comparing like scripture to what we would say says that there's aliens or not no i mean, i't say that. That's...
1: I call them conspiracy theorists because ultimately you have to stretch a lot and you have to make you have to make a lot of things fit for it to explain as aliens and it's always a retroactive reading it's always somebody from the twenty first century reading first century scripture trying to apply twenty first century thought right and, and so you have to combat that and be Logical and realistic, you know. People want to read Revelation and and read into helicopters and things like that. And it's like, dude, no. Like, there's imagery that we don't understand because we're not first century Jews. We're not the people that it was written to directly. So there's references that we don't understand culturally. That as you study the culture, you can learn some of that stuff. <clears throat> but ultimately, it's the message is, there's a spirit in the message that you have to look for, not, not the letter of it. That's what I'm getting Right. At.
0: And apparently they're claiming that they've known about these aliens since the 1930s, but we, I mean, I don't know how far back it goes, but from what they say is, is that we've started noticing UFOs or anything like that ever since we dropped the bomb on Japan. And that's when we started noticing the activity. Really? So, yeah, that's really when we actually started seeing, like, or hearing people claim that they've seen UFOs or they've been abducted or anything of of such like that. Anything to do with the alien realm has been Mm -hmm. since we dropped the bomb because they've really started noticing this activity over, like, military bases or over water where our Navy is at. Hmm. So, like, I don't think, I wouldn't think Oppenheimer would actually go into that. Like, I haven't seen the movie, but if they do try to bring in, like, alien activity, that'd be pretty cool. I don't know. But no, the Bridal Expo, that's when I heard about the whole alien thing, because I don't watch the news. I keep up with my stuff via, like, YouTube or, like, clips of stuff. Like, I don't have the time to sit down and watch the news or a court case, for sure. But I'll go back and read, maybe. But I also don't trust what the news always tells us, either.
1: I follow a uh, representative, I um, think it's Jeff Jackson, something like that. Of North Jeff Carolina Jackson. Yeah, he, he posts on TikTok, stuff like that. But he posted a review of it. It was interesting. He he made uh, comments about kind of how certain party members can be about uh, heavy into outrage and kind of put on a, a face in the front. Um, but he said at this point, Particular meeting, this group who's, who's usually pretty obnoxious about being outrage oriented, because there wasn't a particular angle. He said it was surprising to hear kind of how bi like how how bipartisan the discussion and dialogue was of it, because there wasn't a a, a way directly to take it Republican or Democrat, and so it was just like people were genuinely curious to know what do we know about aliens,
0: so. Which is nothing yeah, really. I mean,
1: nothing clear, but it says to me, and, and one of the points he made is, is there's some evidence that could be shown, but it would have to be done in a classified setting. Uh And so his take was let's make that happen because if there's evidence, let's see it. Um If there's not, or, and if it requires classified setting, let's make that happen. Right. But oh, I'd, I'd want and, to know more. <clears throat>
0: and then Neil deGrasse tyson always makes the claim he's like why would they why would they have interest in us really and that was his i guess argument to are aliens really said if they're real why would they be interested in us which i mean
1: that's, not a, that really theory, good answer. I that's not a really good answer that. though
0: i don't like I don't the don't answer though because i think it almost says that we're not inter- not that we're not interesting at all but we're not interesting enough to something outside looking in which that's not true at all because we're always interested in stuff that's not pertaining to us at all.
1: No, but, but think about it. If we're talking about aliens who have the ability for interstellar travel, we are a species who just 50 years ago got on the moon. We've never actually placed humans on another planet before. Our space travel is just starting. And so, if there truly is an intergalactic species out there, we're still too small for them to engage with. And maybe, and and I'll point this out, it's interesting that you said it's after the bomb, because it makes me think then maybe there's a concern that too violent of a species. That we're not ready for space interaction or whatever
0: well cuz they say that the the activity goes up when we're running tests like at our nuclear plants like say we're running drills like if we were going to get attacked or if we think we're going to be uh planning to attack then when we actually do that is when they actually start noticing more and more activity on those mili- over those military bases which I found very creepy like these guys, it's like us like keeping an an ant farm you know like I never had one but like us looking at ants like just running around doing what they do, which is, they're amazing creatures, but nothing that I could probably sit there and go, oh, this is real, pretty cool to just sit here and stare at and get paid but to it, do. I would never want to do But in that. your day, how often do you engage with ants? But that's my point. I'm saying I wouldn't find that interesting.
1: That's kind of my point, though, is aliens in the same way we're ants to them. So why would they engage with us? I don't know. They might be curious they might think... look down on us once in a while and be like, "Hey, what, what are these guys doing?" But
0: right. I'll tell you what I have been getting into, like beekeeping videos. Oh my god, I hate bees. But the way that they Have you ever watched like a beekeeper uh Bobby,
1: that came like... out of left field
0: so No, I'm saying in insects. I'm just using insects cuz you said ants. I would never want to okay. watch a video on ants. But bees? Like I I'm a I'm deathly afraid of anything that stings. But I can sit there and listen. There's this one chick that I follow on TikTok. And I could watch her for hours just because of how passionate she is about this bee stuff. And it's amazing on what I've learned just about what bees are all about. It's pretty bizarre.
1: Say bees again. Bees. (laughs) Bees.
0: Bees? Bees. (laughs) Bees. But just. talking like spiders on the field. But this chick goes with nothing on doesn't get stung and gets and gets like this hive of bees out out of like barns and crap finds the queen nests the queen and has those bees. like it's a whole process it's intense it's she gentle i wouldn't do it she gentle it's crazy it's it's i have more i have more compassion towards those beekeepers now because i realize what the bees are actually doing for the world it's pretty crazy dude bees
1: are are a critical part of our infrastructure right as a planet the pollinators the farming are the, yeah
0: oh like us living in kansas like you would think like we wouldn't know anything about bees but like you would think that they would have like a cosmosphere like like place to go to just about the farming aspect of what bees bring to bring to our land iowa anything that has big crops anything like mm-hmm. that it's pretty crazy pretty impressive it's like the bees of space
1: well and then honey space. oh my god honey is the oldest oldest form of medicine we have of medicine yeah dude honey's honey was used as a form of medicine for i didn't years. know that it always has been sore throats things like that even i think uh
0: making salves hmm. yeah i mean it makes sense i mean bees and they've got so many thousands of different species of bees it's insane so i don't know i mean i get i get why he said it but like us dropping bombs that's kind of like why i was like that's not a good answer because if i was going to drop a nuke on somewhere somebody's going to start asking questions whether it be aliens or the government they're going to come around looking.
1: Well, I could definitely see two massive nuclear weapons going off, catching the attention of a interstellar species of I being. Mean. For sure.
0: Because, but, this, I mean, what we do here, I'm sure it has to affect them at some point.
1: Or at least get noticed. I mean. For sure. You know, big that's a big flash of light from the planet.
0: <laughs> right. I it wonder what it, hit, what it what it, it actually looked like out. when that happened. That's crazy. Yeah. Like, did you see all the videos of like all the SpaceX stuff coming through Northeast Kansas? That was pretty crazy. Like they're rolling in, man. It's yeah. and I think they're going to Austin. I think that's where they're shipping it all to, or that area, somewhere down in Texas.
1: Down in Texas or down in Florida, because SpaceX is down in Florida.
0: Oh, is that where it's at? Oh, I didn't know that. I thought that, that that it was actually in like the Austin area. No, oh, down in Florida. Where's NASA's uh where's NASA's main location? Cape Canaveral, Florida. And then they don't they have another one in Houston?
1: They have one in Houston. That's well that's that's like headquarters. That's like um like command, ground control. Okay. Um but the Kennedy Center is where they launch from. Right. I knew that, but I just didn't know, like... And SpaceX's hangar... Have you been there? Yeah, dude. I got to go for a couple of of years ago. I have pictures all over my social media. It's so fun. Oh, my gosh. I nerded out like crazy.
0: And you met the one astronaut, but it wasn't at NASA? No,
1: yeah. Dr. Bernard uh, was... He was at the um, Missouri School Board Association, weirdly enough, but I definitely got his autograph, so... Um, Any other astronauts that you've met? I have not, but I want to. Uh, And I have now two connections, if I ever go down to Houston, to get in at ground control on kind of a personal level. Uh, Number one, uh, Heather's uncle was part of the team who designed the spacesuits uh, and put uh, put the spacesuit on Buzz Aldrin. Uh, Or maybe it was Neil Armstrong. I can't remember. But one of the two from the original thing, her uncle was like, she has a picture Hmm. of him putting the spacesuit, the backpack on. uh, I think it's Buzz. Um, But yeah, so their family's still connected there and can possibly get in. And then somebody I met at CIY, weirdly enough, her husband is an engineer. For NASA, and she happened to—they happened to profile stalk me on Facebook when I was coming in, and she saw the NASA picture because that's my Facebook uh, profile picture of me with NASA, uh, the NASA logo behind me. Right. So she saw that picture and she said, "Oh, have you have you been to the space?" And I said, "Oh yeah, I'm a huge, you know, space nerd." I said it was actually what I wanted to do before going into ministry, uh, and she said, "That's so weird because." her and her husband were also Ozark students. And her husband, uh, instead of going into ministry, found himself in an engineering career that led him to NASA.
0: Did you tell them a story that led up to the Duke uh yeah, like yeah. scholarship so offers? I, I told
1: that's... her I, I told her how things kinda worked out for me. And she said, that's so crazy. She goes, well, honest to goodness, save my number and put in there, you know, NASA, stuff like that. And she said, and when you come to Houston, Call me, and I will convince. I'll have my husband get you in for like a special tour or something like that. And I was like, "I have no idea." I am, I I, like, I am so pumped to make that happen. So so pumped.
0: But that's dope. Yeah. Hey, before we move on, how many times do you
1: think? Oh, I was just gonna ask you a question. How many times do you think, as kids, we went to the Kansas Cosmosphere? How many times did I drive as a kid?
0: Uh, before I answer this, make sure your echo cancellation is off Oh, or oh, on. Uh, yeah, it's on. Am I echoing? Okay, I was just making sure. Uh, just a little bit, but I think it's me coming through your speakers. Oh, okay. As a kid, I would say, I mean, we went with, for field trips, and I mm-hmm. want to say maybe I went a handful of times just by my like not by myself, but free will without going to school. The only thing Mm -hmm. that I enjoyed really going there was to watch, like, the Dr. Goddard's lab. That was, I liked that. Dr. Goddard's lab What I was actually, yeah, I mean, it was, I I think it was probably the physical science aspect of it. Like, it wasn't like you're not watching something or Mm -hmm. you didn't feel like you were necessarily learning, but you were. Just like uh, uh, the scientists that we used to watch as a kid. uh, Bill Nye? Bill Nye. Yeah, like, that's what it reminded me of, and I really enjoyed that. So So I would say at least, I would say I've probably been to the Cosmosphere just being a resident probably 50 times. And it's free to us, so, I mean, the museum's pretty cool to go down there every once in a while just to see what they've changed.
1: Pretty sure I could close my eyes and walk through that museum
0: in my head. I could not.
1: I remember spending hours just reading through all the different little things about the space
0: race and the World War II. Uh, like it's like a little memorial down there, isn't it? Mm-hmm. That I liked. I liked reading that stuff because there's like stuff about cantons in there about the World War II that I like to kind of catch up on. I the section
1: cool. of the Berlin Wall was really cool.
0: Oh yeah, that's and the audio recording, like of mm-hmm. people cheering and stuff like that while you're walking mm-hmm. down there. Wasn't that the Berlin Wall one? hmm Yeah. I didn't know if that was the Berlin Wall or if that was the Great Wall. I couldn't remember.
1: No, I'm pretty sure that's Berlin Wall. But yeah, the one that got torn down, that was East and West Berlin.
0: Yeah, it's pretty wild. Like I just rewatched the Tom Hanks movie where he acted as He's a lawyer. He was acting as the lawyer for a uh, Russian spy. And he goes down to Russia or to Russia to, I guess, organize a trade with one of, uh, for two of our people for one of theirs. Hmm. I forgot the name of it, though. I just rewatched it, too. It was pretty good. I'll have to get that to you. Was, I, I enjoyed it. But I was thinking about you the other day because I don't remember you ever really being into the science thing. I just remember you really being into math and really involved with math, but not really science. And that's really where I like na when I think NASA, I don't necessarily just strictly think math at all, but like a little bit of physical science. And
1: so you're right in that, like natural sciences weren't something that I got super passionate about. Like, I did okay in earth science, biology, like I did good in earth science, biology, I think I got a B in, stuff like that. I did okay in all that. (laughs) Physics in high school, I fell in love. Um, I don't know if you remember this, I scored 106 in that class.
0: I do not remember that.
1: Yeah, I scored 106 in that class because my teacher graded on the bell curve, and I set the curve every time. Um, And I just I loved every inch of the material because it was it was like light bulbs were popping off in my head every day because it was explaining the world around me in a way that finally started to make everything make sense. Hmm. It was the idea. Did you ever take the SATs? uh, Not the SATs, just the ACT.
0: I just didn't know if you scored like. A crap ton of points i know the act you scored pretty high done didn't you
1: yep yep i scored high in in math and science if it weren't for my social studies i would have had a, a higher overall score but i still scored pretty high
0: well social studies that wasn't even really social studies wasn't that graphs mm.
1: it was more like a what was it it was a it wasn't the grass. That was the science side. I did great on that.
0: I thought there was one of them that it was the subject had it, and the actual test part of it had nothing to do with the subject. Like it was weird. Was it reading? Maybe.
1: Maybe reading. I I felt like it was a social studies thing because it felt more like history. I can't remember. Yeah.
0: But I mean, it social wasn't studies- like a. Maybe it was element. geography. I, I just but it remember was, I didn't it was test more very well
1: because it was it was reading comprehension kind of element, is what it was, and it was I didn't score well on it.
0: Well, nothing to really be upset about. I mean, you did walk out on the class because you knew you were going to pass with a B. So I've done I mean, some interesting things. I mean, that was an elective class, though we didn't need that class either. It just. I guess bumped your GPA down a little bit, but you already knew where you were going anyway. Yeah.
1: Yeah. By that (laughs) point, I had already made my commitments and everything. Yeah. So it was just like, eh,
0: I don't have to be here, right? Cool. Well, I mean, just to ask the question was pretty ballsy. Like, so if I just didn't take it, how much, how much am I losing here? He's like, one grade. He's like, see ya. It's 10%. It was like, <laughs> I have an A in here. I'll take a B. What's I the worst grade title? you ever got?
1: I've failed a class before, but never intentionally.
0: Um, I was unintentionally failed? Mm,
1: it was timing. I was taking online classes, and they didn't work with my work schedule. I just, I wasn't able to keep up. So, but outside of that, now I've, I think the lowest grade I've had is a, I've had a D in a couple of classes, but usually C's, but B and A is by far been my average most of my life.
0: Like that was the most appealing thing to me. I think about Ozark is that was the first college. And I still today think that it's the only college that it doesn't require you to take math. It's not. It's not it the only college?
1: No, I'm saying it's it's not that way anymore.
0: Oh, you have to now?
1: Yeah, it has math classes now. Oh god.
0: I wonder They're if they not I wonder it's
1: complicated, they... it's base level stuff, but yeah, they do have math classes now.
0: Still today I horrible. <laughs> like when I heard that they didn't take math, that literally like you and and physics or uh whatever it was that you took, was it physics? You said mm-hmm. light bulbs were going off. That's what happened to me when I heard, "Oh, you don't take math here. If you want to take math, you can go over to the other colleges It's like across town to take that." And I was like, "Who would ever want to do that?" It's a foreign language, and I don't understand why it should be. I I get the like reasoning behind like so, like addition, subtraction, multiplication, and division, but geogra uh geometry, no, yes, and unfortunately, I had to eat Not my own words.
1: Geometry.
0: You I'm, saying for, I'm saying for it to be forced in college. I get high school. I get that, but I'm saying college. Like, if you're not going into anything math.
1: Yes, even the average person needs to know geometry.
0: I ate my own words with that one time, and I've only ever had to use one geometry lesson in my entire life at work. A squared plus B squared equals C squared is how you get the is how you get the measurements for a soccer field, or well, any field, really, like that's a straight line field. And that's all I needed it for. <laughs> so I ate my words once and I'll admit that, but how much building in building? Yes. Like with zero. Tools. Okay, oh, I so will fix stuff, but I use a ruler. I don't actually do the math in my head.
1: You don't do angles. You don't ever have to cut at an angle or anything like that. Uh,
0: that's why they make the even better tools that do those cuts for you. It's called a jig. Oh my god! (laughs) But no, I don't like. I get, I get reasons, like reasons to have geometry. I'm not denying that, but like, I'm saying for it to be forced, just like Spanish isn't forced on everybody. But yet nowadays, it sort of should be because it's one of the most spoken languages in America. Spanish
1: is a cultural language. I get that. Math is is a cultural language for me. Math is a universal language.
0: Hey. I know what two plus two is. That's yeah. So
1: does everybody. Like that's why it's universal. Well,
0: not everybody. Not everybody gets that because some people's bank accounts they are know still it. negative. They
1: just deny it.
0: Yeah. I'll deny ever having to have math. How's that? Lies. Oh. Ugh. Primal beef jerky sponsor of the Chubby Buddies podcast. So good, Bo and Devin. Did you see uh, Devin and uh, Gun Bros is trying to open up a uh, a fire ground sound? I did see
1: that. That's pretty pretty intense. Man, look at that jerky. What flavor you got? This is cracked pepper, baby.
0: I got bacon jalapeno and sweet and spicy. I didn't take it to the bridal expo and I'm glad I didn't cause it was my last two bags, but I had three people ask me where my jerky was that I had the last show. And I was like, I forgot all about it. I mean, I didn't, but I also wasn't thinking about bringing it. So, but no primal beef jerky is a sponsor of the Chubby Buddies podcast and they can be found in five States across 400 plus stores those five states are Kansas, Nebraska, Oklahoma, Missouri, and Arkansas. And if you're not near any of those five states, you can get online and go to www.feedonprimal.com. Check out all their flavors, all six flavors. Bacon jalapeno, Josh would say, is their best jerky. Oh, I would yeah. I would say that it's good. It's in their top. Now it's in their top three since I've, I mean, I haven't had teriyaki in a while, so.
1: Dude, teriyaki's climbing for me. It's climbing. It's so
0: good. I almost when I'm eating their teriyaki, I forget that it's teriyaki because it doesn't have the like we've said millions of times that it doesn't have that general teriyaki flavor, soy
1: taste. Yeah,
0: yeah, and it doesn't. It has a bite to it. Really, it's almost like an original mixed with a little bit of a bite twist, like teriyaki. It's almost like General Tso's spicy chicken teriyaki. If that's a thing. Not the teriyaki part. If you take the teriyaki out, that, that mm-hmm. soy like we were talking about, and just have yeah. a little bit of zest to it at the back end of it, because mm-hmm. it's not too hot on any of them. So, But it's mm-hmm. not your general teriyaki. Ooh, so good. But if you go to www.feedonprimal.com, check out all six flavors. Put those in your cart. If you add all six flavors, you get to a $50 cap. And then all you have to do is plug in a promo of the word chubby. That is C-H-U-B-B-Y for 15% off your order. You will not only save 15% off your order, but if you reach a $50 cap, you will get free shipping. And that is the equivalent of the well-known math guy here of at least one free bag.
1: Free bag, baby. we get that free bag of jerky.
0: We're waiting on those meat sticks to come out for sale now.
1: Let's go. How do we... How do we put in a polite but firm
0: request? To a polite but firm request.
1: Yes, not to by by no means, not to primal. But to the branding company so that we can get the ball rolling on things. Cuz I'm hungry for these meat sticks.
0: And I think that would still be primal. I bet you, I bet you if we messaged Bo, he would have an answer for us the next day.
1: Oh, you should message Bo. Bo I love you, man. You, you I think you've talked to him more than I have over Facebook. Facebook. Maybe I should message, but I think I will. Bo, I'm gonna message you, which means you'll probably have heard from me before this doesn't. If you don't, reach out to me because that means I totally got distracted and I have the brain of a squirrel. So you know how I'm gonna is. message
0: you anyways about that movie and then about hmm. something else that I wrote down. So I'll make sure to tag that in that text. Nice. But no, you're cr- so that good, album. I
1: want to know how we're doing. I want a progress update.
0: But they are changing their name to Rage Jerky before too long. I'm not 100% sure when that's going to take into effect, but hopefully when it, before it happens. I mean, he's the one that let us release that he was changing his name to Rage Jerky live on YouTube back in April. So that was pretty dope. We released that, and that's just the first step at uh, them putting their uh, meat sticks out there just because they can't use the primal name with the meat sticks because it's already... Copyrighted and all that. So, but no, just head on over to www.feedonprimal.com. And like we said before, you can try all six flavors if you don't want to. You could still use that 15% off promo code, and that is CHUBBY at checkout for 15% off. And also leave a review. I think that a lot of people forget that reviews really do matter. I don't know how many times I've gone to any website, like Amazon, for sure. The first thing I do before I even think about buying it I go on to read like what people say about it always first and I'm thing. always
1: looking at two things I'm looking at the reviews that like i'm I, looking I don't at want bad the fluffy stuff give me give me good ones. solid reviews um mm-hmm. that are five stars and one stars and three stars um fours and twos are, are fine and stuff like that but I want to know like all of it like I'll check right. both i'll I'll check all of it because I want to know like what's The regular thing being talked about, complained about, because you can see consistent, you can see where items have flaws when everybody works together to communicate about what it is. Um, Yeah, I rely heavily on reviews and things like that and then try as often as I can. I'm not great about it, but I try to leave reviews.
0: I highly recommend, I highly read the negative reviews just to see what people don't like about it. That way I can find out if I like what they don't like. Yeah, yeah, because yeah, if somebody was what to you're do, complaining
1: about isn't a deal breaker for you.
0: Like dry jerky, people that say that it was too dry. I like dry jerky. That's Same. just what I like. But yeah. like on Amazon, if somebody leaves a one star, why are you leaving that one? I think the ones that leave the one star need to leave a review. Like there should be a, in order to leave a one star review, you should have to leave a, re- a review as to why. Yeah,
1: yeah, It should have it should have an explanation. If you're going to give one star, explain why.
0: But I made it a point. I went on to Primal's website uh, back when I first tried them. I left a review for every single jerky that i tried, which was all six. And it was before the pepper that came out. And I sent it to a friend of mine in Michigan. And he has his own YouTube channel over at Dancy Bearded uh, on YouTube. Yeah. He tried all their jerkies live on YouTube. Him and another buddy. Absolutely loved it. But I left a review about why I liked the jerky. The only thing that I ever said that was negative is that I'm not a teriyaki fan, but it surprised me when I tried it. And that's what I said. I still gave it a four, a four, I think it was a four-star review. Love it. But tell them why they don't like it because nobody is going to get better if you don't leave anything and they're just shooting for shooting for gold and they're, and they're blind. So for sure, but shout out Primal shout out gun bros. Uh, I really hope that they get that gun, uh, gun range up and running. That'll be fun. I man. think it'd be really good for the community here, especially since we lose stuff literally every week, like business wise, it's only going to be good for the community, but don't forget to go to beat on primal.com. I, I have, I've been, I mean, I, I've i reposted your TikToks of you going to the uh, chiefs um, training camp training on camp, the chubby maybe. buddies. So I need to get you signed into the Chubby Buddies TikTok so that you can post those videos to TikTok yourself. That way it's going to be an original post. That way I don't have to reshare it. Okay. So I'll have to send you that information. That way you can switch over and just post videos to both. Cool. But I have, like, what was training camp like versus, like, like, have you ever been to, uh, I'm, 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 Have you ever been to a training camp for baseball? How much different is that from football to baseball?
1: I have not ever been to a training camp for baseball. Um, It is something I want to do. Um, So baseball, I would imagine, is still kind of... Baseball, I would imagine, is still kind of not as... Well, okay, I know this much. In spring training for baseball... Most of your players don't play nearly as long. Um, your starters usually play about three innings, then you've got your backups that'll play three. So everybody's just doing these kind of quick bursts. Um whereas for NFL, man, you're you're basically out there. It's it's kind of practice plus is what I would say it. Um and it's it's fun, it's cool. Like where we were at, um, and I didn't get good video of it at the time and it broke my heart that I didn't But we were right in front of the linemen. So as they came up to do drills, I mean, I'm within 10 feet of Creed Humphrey, and I'm just like, oh, this is so cool. Um, But, you know, they're running their drills and everything. Um, And so practice is happening. You're getting to watch practice. But it is, you know, I mean, it is practice. So and, and you really can't expect it to be anything more than that. So you're watching them run drills. You're watching them throw passes. You're watching them run seven on seven, stuff like that. But then beyond that, there's, of course, just a bunch of little, you know, places where you can do pictures. There was uh, the NFL Play 60 uh, flag football setup. So all the kids had a place that they could go and play and interact. They had a pro shop set up so you could go shop. Uh, I got myself a Travis Kelsey jersey. So I um, and a bucket hat. I got a juice bucket hat. So pretty excited bucket about hats it. are
0: awesome. <laughs> before we get any deeper into this let's do like one like let's do a like uh because i've got i actually have one like let's do a like an unguilty shout out that you can't like bucket hats right that's an awesome shout out like if we didn't have a bucket hat like how would you do that what would you call that Uh, a uh,
1: bucket hats specifically are you just saying no just shout out to shout out to these because man they make yeah because like yeah yeah, I hear you. Um, a shameless bucket, of, or a shameless shout specifically out. Specifically about training camp and what was uh, such a lifesaver for us.
0: I got one for you then. <laughs> Umbrella. <laughs> or <a> towel.
1: <laughs> yeah, that would have been valuable, man. But it's crazy, dude. There was nothing on the radar from what I know. Uh, and then it just kind of popped up. Uh, and I could, I could see it forming about 20 minutes ahead of time. And we were standing in line getting drinks because it was hot, man. It was so freaking hot. Uh, and we was just sitting down and then all of a sudden across the skyline, just, you know, 20 minutes out, you can see just kind of the, the, the nice wall of cloud building as like, uh, Oh, so yeah, my shout out was going to be shade.
0: What shade, just shade, shade in general, <laughs> like Bro. moving stuff in hundred hundred and hundred, plus degree weather is not cool, but oh. that. 10 degree drop that you get in shade under a tree or under anything that brings shade. Oh there's nothing but it's almost walk. Oh man. I'm gonna add
1: to your shout out. Shade with a breeze.
0: Oh for sure. Bro.
1: For sure. Shade with a breeze. Mm. Chef's kiss.
0: But no, go (laughs) ahead. But yeah, that Uh, storm looked wicked.
1: Dude, it, it was wild, man. It just kind of rolled in out of nowhere. So we're in the pro shop. Heather and I had already hit, a, uh, gotten a few things. And then mom and dad wanted to go in and get stuff. And so Heather had found another shirt she wanted to get me. Uh, and then mom and dad had shopped a bunch and gotten a bunch of stuff that they wanted to get. Well, as we're standing in line to check out, it just, like, you start seeing people leave. And then it gets faster and faster. And then it's a whole crowd. And then the rain just starts coming down. Uh, the wind's picking up, the rain's coming down, they lost, uh, internet. And so they basically just had to kick everybody out of the pro shop, had them set stuff down. They couldn't take any more orders, uh, and everybody filed out of there. And so basically the way it works is imagine walking kind of along an access road outside of a stadium or uh like a like a college football field or something like that. Kind of a big long stretching curvy road. That was basically where we were at from the curve of the pro shop. You had to basically walk a quarter of a quarter of a big wide circle around a stadium to the parking lot. Uh and so there's just this massive trudge of people. You know, mom in all of her, you know, just Hop along, status. Yeah, I feel bad saying that, but like she's you know she's disabled, man. She can't move, and so they 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 carted us up there, no problem. But the exit strategy was not that there were no carts picking anybody up. It was just everybody was moving to the exit, right? And so mom's trying to like hustle and scoot along, and dad's walking with her, and Heather's like freaking out and like. She doesn't do storms well, man. Dude, oh, she, because of the uh, California.
0: I figured it was from the uh, storm in Missouri when you. It when is. She was in college. Oh, it is. okay.
1: And that's real. That was her first. Her first experience. Her first real experience with tornadoes was Joplin, the worst tornado in history. So she doesn't handle storms well, especially when she gets caught by surprise. That still by beats him.
0: out Greensburg. Yeah. Oh, really? Okay. Yeah, dude.
1: Joplin was rough.
0: But when a I saw of, the picture lot, of that cloud, or no, it was a video of the cloud you guys had, and then they were posting it on like the chief's website and stuff like that. Yeah, it didn't look like just some thunderstorm, it looked like much dangerous weather.
1: It, it wasn't that bad, it really no, wasn't, it just looked, but it was just the clouds made it look bad, it was intense, and yeah. so it was like, and it caught you off guard. And so, like, we were hustling to get to the car, got to the car, then I went back for mom and dad. Got them in the car, and then we got out of there. But we were drenched, and I mean this when I say, I got out of the car that night at home, and my back still had like was still
0: wet. And that's a four five hour trip or so.
1: Five hour trip plus we didn't even like immediately go straight home.
0: Right, that's wild. Uh, she stopped
1: in Springfield. Um, so like we're talking 6 7 hours later i was still wet like it was that significant
0: did you see we chuck were... there in uh st john i did yeah or i did Saint get Joe, to see him uh
1: we stopped at a little restaurant in downtown called jakes um uh, kind of a little bar diner thing it was a cool little place uh and me uh me and him and andrea and then heather and then mom and dad uh all had lunch together it was real fun so hmm. they were headed to a birthday party
0: so were you close enough to see the uh um Travis McGregor incident or Travis Kelsey? I'm sorry. He was just um, throwing haymakers.
1: I was so <laughs> I was close enough, and, and really what happened, I mean, if you see it, uh, you can see what happened. There's no question. Oh, Cochrane goes yeah. late for the ball, um, and punt goes for the punch out. Uh, and Trav just kind of, you know, it gets it gets to him and he, he took a it's swing football. at him. Like the heat, I'm telling you, dude, just as a Fan sitting there, the heat was unbearable. I cannot imagine how these guys are doing it in their gear.
0: Right. Like, they have to be dying. Just walking in 103-degree weather is crazy, especially if you're not fit. But with probably 30, well, 25 pounds of pads, and it just adds to that heat. And then when you're on that field, that turf just, it pulls the heat into the turf and then it just radiates off that turf. And it's just twice as bad it feels like. Hmm. It's bad. So, I mean, I can imagine. I just thought it was funny him throwing haymakers like that. That's why I called him Travis McGregor instead. (laughs) But, like, I get, like, I mean, football players will be football players, but, like, the videos that people post, I thought it was, I didn't think anything of it. I just thought it was Travis being Travis. But, they don't put any any of any backstory into it at all after they've yeah, no. something like and that. So they're it, always trying it, to spin some sort of story, right? And I just knew it was football. Being football is all it was to me, but it is what it is. But Travis can get heated in little like things, anyways. But I think it adds to the character, especially around the new guys. It's like you know, there's a respect thing involved. But he sure. did it twice, I think, didn't he? No, the, just the there was another time.
1: scrum after uh, the next day between oh, okay. uh, a receiver and a and Watson, one of our defenders. Just, I saw that like some said, lady died there, and guys are getting after each other, trying to make plays, trying to prove that they can do it. And starters are getting frustrated because they're hot; they don't want to like have to deal with tryhards. But at the same time, and it's the first week of practice up. too. It's it's there's a balance, man. There's a balance.
0: But did They'll you see some it. lady died What on the second day? Some lady died and like the, the medical people that were on scene there had to like use CPR and stuff like that on her. But they obviously they, I mean, they didn't get her back, but like, I think she was pretty, pretty old stuff like that. Dang. I just saw it on, I think it was Twitter. I didn't see that. Yeah. I'll have to that too, maybe, but no, yeah, I was just reading about it. I mean, they don't give you a reason why she died, but I mean, she was, pretty old anyways. So it could have been a numerous new it could be numerous different things. It could have been heat, it could have been just your age. Could have been anything. But I see your Cardinals are kind of making a a turn for a good. Well they were at least there for a little bit and then
1: man I'll tell you what I I'd don't I don't up. know how to feel when it comes to the Cardinals, especially um and I don't have all the details, but from what I understand we just made some trades today. Um, really?
0: Oh, deadline's yeah. in a week or so. Yeah,
1: deadline's coming up, and we traded off, it sounds like, at least two pitchers and have picked up two pitchers and an infielder, um, which I'm excited about because you've heard me complain about pitching all year, um, and it's our closers uh, that we're struggling. Yeah, no, we're three and seven over the last ten,
0: so no, okay. we're not hot. Well, maybe it was two weeks ago that I saw that I was just catching we, up.
1: We, we were looking good a couple of weeks ago. We were looking hot, but no we're we're back struggling again. but with these um with these pitcher pickups, I'm hoping we can make something happen i'm I'm not confident that we're making the playoffs this year though by any means
0: well I mean that division is just so close. Anyways, I mean... It, it's very competitive, for sure. Third, like, the Cubs are... Uh, last time I looked, there were three games back from first, which is... And they were second to last, so... Did you see I the drama imagine. with
1: uh, Miklas and Hap?
0: I did not end up seeing it. I saw the after effect. I didn't see what led up to it, though. I just saw, like, the, the little after clip.
1: Effects. Y'all kicked our butts 10 to 6 or whatever it was.
0: Uh Yeah, I mean... But he and Cubs, Hap hit him.
1: Ian Hap hit uh Wilson Contreras on his with his backswing. And so Mickless uh threw one by his head and then hit him with the second one. And so he got tossed. That got Ollie tossed. Then we were basically spending eight innings trying to pitch from the bullpen. Not a pretty sight.
0: Well, you definitely don't want that anyways in the playoffs, especially if you don't have a a, a strong bullpen. I mean no, at all.
1: Nicholas was doing that's that's old school baseball right there,
0: right? Um, Testing the waters. Uh, dang it! Was I'd be curious to, to see
1: to. um how the trades uh went down because yeah the the cards. Let me see.
0: Well, I hope that the Shohei Otani stuff doesn't actually go out. I hope it don't pan out well for the Yankees just because i don't want to see another stacked team like that but i mean if it's better you. for shohey then i don't i don't, think that I that's don't
1: right. want to see shohey go i certainly do not want to see shohey go uh to um the yankees or the dodgers i could live with the dodgers jordan um, couldn't
0: <laughs> or no is it the braves he didn't is it i think we Olimpieds traded
1: the, okay so, yeah, we got uh, Tacoa Robey, right handed pitcher, and Adam Kloffenstein, right handed pitcher, um, and traded Jordan Hicks. We also got uh, shortstop um, Thomas Seguis. How's you guys doing him? the
0: draft? Do you know? Do what? How's you guys doing the MLB draft? I mean, I know people don't make it a big deal about the draft only because the m l b does it to where like they make them kind of develop before they get into the big leagues I mean they make' them get, get even better than what they already are essentially, and then they just either they get called up or they never do so I just didn't know if you saw anything on your guys' end um, the Cubs Jordan up Walker's a
1: really the only guy I'm keeping an eye on he's he he's our new our new kid that came up this year and he he's staying hot like he when he hits he's hitting hot. Um, we just suck as a team right now. We're not
0: consistent. I mean you guys had consistent. a big you had a lot of changes just from last year to this year too. So lost your best batter at the time. Yeah, How's your base how's your base uh you guys have any do you have rookies in, at first base, second base? No, no Paul your second Gold- baseman's
1: Goldie's at first, so he's solid. Um, second base Tommy's, is good. No, Tommy's our shortstop. Tommy Edmonds, are shortstop. Who's our second baseman? Hang on. Really? Come on, JD. Um. Oh. Uh, Donovan.
0: Brandon and, Donovan.
1: Um. Yeah. at down. Man. So. Some... It's just
0: really hard. Like you don't realize how hard it is to keep up with just. I mean football isn't that hard because they only play once a week, but baseball. Oh my well,
1: Lord. Baseball to me is, is a game where football, football is a game design. I think football is designed as a game where you're supposed to watch every game. I don't think baseball is designed that way. I think baseball is designed as a game. That's always going on and you can tune in and catch, or you can just read the byline and see how your team's doing.
0: And that's what I think that like, People that don't obviously have cable probably do, but, like, I couldn't imagine doing fantasy baseball. Like, couldn't imagine. Oh, that would be the easiest one to play. Think about it. I think it would be. Well, I'm saying, like, with the, like, football, you only have to set your lineup one time for that week, right? Mm-hmm. Baseball, if you have a pitcher in that pitch one night and you, like, you weren't paying it, you have to really pay attention to, like, pitchers that oh, have you. Oh, you mean just
1: frequency-wise?
0: Yeah, just yeah, the time wise, that you spend with the baseball.
1: Frequency-wise, yeah, you're 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 constantly changing your team. That'd be insane.
0: Yeah, and that's just too much. Like, football can sometimes be that well, way, especially I can't if you're imagine, busy.
1: Is, there's no way it's that frequent, though, right?
0: Wouldn't well, they still do it by think, week? Well, no, they go by, like, if you say you have five, I, I think you can have, like, X amount of starting pitchers for that week or whenever the, the play the the week ends. Kind of like in fantasy football, how you have you have a quarterback, right? But sure. for baseball, I think you have seven seven pitchers. So seven possible pitchers for different teams, of course. Sure. And then you put those people in. But if they start one game and say your last three guys or like say that the week starts and you don't realize that you still have three guys that were that started the previous game before that aren't going to start that week and say you kept them on your bench. I don't think you can change it. Kind of like how you have Um, time to change it for football before kickoff or whatever. I don't think you can Mm -hmm. do that with baseball. I think you actually have to set up seven for each week. And then if somebody gets hurt in the middle of that week, then you're pretty much screwed unless like one of those starters is also a relief pitcher or something like that. It's pretty. Have to look into it sometime. I just don't. I don't see how anybody, unless you just thrive for fantasy baseball, like football. I I enjoy that. I didn't get to play last year or during COVID, so that's it is what it is. I just wish it was more competitive. Kind of like when we were younger, it was funner when we were younger. I think. Oh yeah. And that's kind of people like had why more I time wanted.
1: for it, so it was easier to be invested in it.
0: Yeah, and I found a website that does very affordable trophies or belts for, like, winners. Like, 45 bucks. you can get a a trophy. And then the losers, your tro- their trophy's like a toilet seat. We'll definitely have to do that one of these years. A big uh, fantasy football league for chubby buddy vans. Ooh, I like it. But, no, I actually got to watch uh, the UFC title fights on Saturday night while I was in the hotel. Wow, I saw you post about was that. Awesome. Tell us about it. Well, since you don't know like many fighters' names, I mean, the my favorite uh, fight of the night was a guy who's a heavyweight, hundred or two hundred and sixty three pounds, I think. Derek Lewis is his name, right? They call him the Black Beast. The dude opens up with a flying knee kick at the very beginning of the fight and just stuns this dude who's also two hundred and sixty three pounds. So ima- imagine you at Two, like senior year in football, running up to a dude, bringing your knee up to a guy who's 6'3", connecting with his chin, and stunning him, and just beating the brakes off of him at the end, and they call it. He's now broke the record for the most knockouts in the UFC, which I think That's it's like awesome. when 23 or something like that, I think. But the dude is just He's the most honest guy behind a mic. So, like, when he's getting interviewed either by Joe Rogan or somebody in sports, like, he's like, hey, why'd you take her shorts off? Like, he always he's known for stripping his shorts down and, like, doing, like, a a stripper dance in the ring when he wins. But, like, Joe Rogan on one of his interviews asked him, he's like, hey, why'd you take her shorts off? He's like, my balls was hot. But he rips his cup out of his pants and he'll throw it into the crowd. He'll rip off each glove and throw that into the crowd. And he was up on the stage like modeling and posing for like all the cameras to take pictures. It's just a good time. Like even when he loses, he still has a good time. That's why I enjoy his fights. But the highlight of the whole pay per view was the BMF, uh the BMF title. Uh, which is a bad motherfucker title. So and it was between two fighters who I wouldn't have thought were the baddest dudes out there, but it was I mean, I enjoy those fighters, but it was a a hell of a knockout to watch. And in my opinion, it was one of the best knee kicks that I've ever seen in the UFC It's very, Mm. very comparable to another one I've saw, but I think this one was more, I guess of a surprise because we were expecting them just to box and wrestle. And this dude just comes in with a fly like a, just a side knee kick to the head and hits him right in the neck, just to shut his brain off to his body for, two seconds and then the match was over after the second round. So really good, really good card. Even the undercard had amazing knockouts, just one hit knockouts with a kick or a a punch or whatever. Had one tap out. It was just a good title uh, or not title. It was a good card all around. So anybody that uh, ended up watching it got what they paid for. So
1: I think fans always enjoy that. Fans always enjoy when, when there's competition all the way through the card.
0: Well, it's like when you when we talk about wrestling, like, you have the Attitude Era. Imagine the Attitude Era, and that's in every single UFC fighter because they're going to try to prove their worth at winning. Like, great, It's great to see somebody who's quiet, and they go into the octagon and just stun the world with just this humbleness about them, and they knock out the other person. But it's just as good, if not better, to watch somebody sit there and talk smack about each other, and then they just go and waylay on each other for five rounds or however. It just gets your, I scared Jamie. She was laying in bed next to me and the last fight happened and second round had just started. Like, I want to say maybe a minute into it side head kick and I just scream and Jamie was asleep and I scared the shit out of her. (laughs) I got really loud. That's funny. Like I get excited when I see like, it's fun to watch people succeed, but it's also even funner to watch people problem solve their way out of something. So in the UFC, which I will also say that here's another aspect of why it could be hard. You don't ever know what the score is in the middle of the fight. So you don't know if you're down by points or striking or anything like that. So your ultimate goal is to always finish a fight with either a knockout or a tap out or something like that, because you never know how the fight could go, especially if it's you're landing strike for strike for each guy or takedown for takedown and right. stuff like that. Cause you don't know how judges are going to score the card. And that's, I would say that that would be another aspect as to why it could be the hardest sport. Cause you don't know if you're down and you don't know what you need to win other than a knockout or a tap out. So I get excited. My, my blood is like flowing. Like it makes me want to be a fighter, but I never want to be a fighter. It's like, people that have those cool walkout songs, like in the WWE, they also have that in the UFC. And that's Bruce Buffer behind a mic, man. Like if I could ever have him as my MC just to go, to go about my day, that would be so dope.
1: I do like me some Bruce Buffer, man. He's that voice is cool. We grew up on I it. Just,
0: though, so. I just can't believe how Bruce and Mike Buffer are related because they're, they look completely different, but they sound completely different. I, know. I think Mike Buffer's, Iconic, uh, let's get ready to rumble was cool. But I don't think for me, it got my energy boiling to hear that versus its time. Like, to hear its time, like, that sets the tone. Like, let's get ready to rumble. Yeah, <laughs> sure, that's cool. Yeah, Bro, we can oh rumble, but let's go. It's game time. It's time to lay the smack down on somebody. Like, I mean, that's what everybody thrives <laughs> for. It's too. Throw me. Right. Like the rock. Like people that can talk like the rock in the UFC get my gets my I guess my energy up. It's like another adrenaline dump. Just to watch that. I really wish you were into UFC as much as I was. Like I don't know. I liked
1: it back in the day. I mean it was fun when I watched
0: it, but well, in today in with... though. Yeah, I mean, it can be, but like yeah, I only yeah. watch it when it's on TV.
1: I was watching during the GSP days.
0: Which was less he than... he was dominating. And he's looking at coming back. What? I would say that was probably... Yeah. He's not that old. You realize he's only like 41. Really? He's not that old. I, I, I don't know. think he's even... I don't think he's over... I would guess... I was figuring he was pushing almost... No.
1: 45 i mean i've
0: only seen him get knocked out one time that i can recall gsp age how old do you think he is 46 42 okay so he's not i mean yeah he's older for somebody who's in a combat sport but he's taken so much care of his body and he's sure man. and he's a, a humble individual it's pretty amazing like a lot of people. I mean, he's got one of the biggest fan bases, I think, in the UFC he's a history. GSP probably, he
1: is humble.
0: He is a humble guy. Like when, maybe, like when he's talking now, in interviews.
1: Maybe now. Are we talking about the Originally, same guy? George Saint Pierre.
0: Yeah, I've never seen George Saint Pierre not be humble. Like Yum, he is. A, he's no. the guy, he bows. He bows at his Still, opponent. He was
1: not that humble when he was younger. When he was dominating the, he ran his. I mean, he wasn't like. Like he didn't talk trash. Not the way some of them do now, but he w- he wasn't I don't think the, you're talking about the, the same trash talk. Yeah, I am. The trash talking game has changed a lot. But George St. Pierre was not like a nice dude.
0: I At just, least I don't re- I don't remember seeing him ever see, say anything or do anything to think otherwise. Like I the old person has that-
1: got kind of a pretentious vibe from him. He was
0: good, he's, but like he's a quiet. He's a quiet winner. Like he was known for being quiet. Really, he's one of those like, uh, oh, like like Mister Miyagi type. He's very quiet, and his actions speak louder than his words. He's that type of person. That's why i why not was about in
1: GSP interviews from back in the day because that that is I don't not know the how GSP a, that I remember.
0: I don't remember any GSP interviews where he was talking smack. Could be, I mean, it could have been. I mean, your uncle, your uncle, uh, oh, who was that? That was at our church, um, Miller, uh, Richard Miller. Yeah. He's the one that gave me UFC one through 10 on VHS. And I took them home and he's like, hey, this, uh, when I saw this, it kind of reminded me of you. And I was like, okay. So I took them home and I watched them. And that's how I found out about the UFC. Hmm. Your uncle is the one that he said I could see, because I was wrestling at the time, and he's like, have you ever heard of the UFC? And I was like, no. And he gave it to me, and I took him back, and I watched him. That's crazy. What? I didn't know that. Yeah, and I still have uh, UFC 3 on the VHS, but one, uh, I lost the other ones in a fire at my grandma's. And this one my mom held on to, like I found it when we were moving her stuff out. Pretty wild, yeah, but no, your uncle is the reason behind my I guess passion for watching the u f c so that's crazy. I didn't know that like you remember, like I was always talking about hoist Gracie and like wow. there oh, is yeah. a royce there is a Royce Gracie there's a hoist gracie there's a there's so many Gracies out there, I mean, they're the literally one of the concrete foundations for the u f c so and you always thought that I was saying his name wrong, and I was like, no, there is a Royce, there's a hoist. It was just one of those funny debates that we always had. And
1: I would always heard, I had heard of Hoist, but never Royce.
0: Right. But I was always, I never saw Royce fight in the UFC. I only saw Hoist with his gi. But that's another thing like GSP. I mean, he might be, I think, oh yeah, he's Canadian. So, I mean, he's mm-hmm. got that accent. So like some Canadians, do. a lot of Canadians can't talk smack because their accent kind of throws it off. It's like, what did he just say? But no, like, yeah, your uncle is the reason behind my liking of the UFC. So I'll give him that. And I, I it, has he recently passed, right?
1: Yeah, Uncle Richard passed. Um, gosh, I want to say four or five years ago.
0: Yeah, and it. he was a big supporter of the the gr- our group. I mean, mm-hmm. he was yeah, the he guy that was us, known for the candy, candy man. we was candy. known to the candy man at yeah. church. He would go to Walgreens when I worked there to pick up like the outdated candy like the stuff that was like so many days past due and he would get the bags for like 75% off from the manager. And that's what he would hand out at church.
1: Smart man. Kids loved yeah.
0: him. But he is, I guess, I guess if I didn't know him, I probably wouldn't have found out the UFC probably for another 10 years. So
1: thank you to fell in love with it all the same though. Cause I think it's something you just absolutely love. right up your alley but i
0: also like the business aspect behind it because i've i've grown to appreciate what dana white has done with being a president of an organization because you don't see somebody like that in like the nfl or the nba because there's a lot of other people that are in charge of those people and dana white has had all this free realm of running his company i I don't want to say it's the way you should run your company but it's he's 100% honest about what he does, or he's 100%, he backs up everything he says. Sure. So, and that's what I can appreciate. Like, he, if you want to talk stuff, he don't care. Go ahead and talk it, but also let him talk and let him also talk trash back. But Dana White, I think, has obviously made the UFC what it is for sure today. So, I really do wish one of these days you'll get into it, though. We'll see. I know. Oh
1: with august 12th being the uh show man there's uh the big match that we get to promote is uh logan knight versus chance kerrigan logan knight being kind of the hard hitter type he's based out of oklahoma he's got a couple of titles from down there from what i understand um and then you got chance kerrigan he's more the athletic type he's doing all the high risk things man so he's showing off he's got personality at the wazoo uh it's gonna be a good match man it's gonna be real exciting uh, I personally think Kerrigan's, uh, his, his flash is, is pretty top notch. Um, if Logan Knight can pin him down, uh, he might get it done, but I, 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 got my money on, on chance Kerrigan. We'll see. We'll see how it plays out, but it's going to be a great show. Um, uh, what are the details on, on getting in the door, Bobby, do you want to, um,
0: uh, it should be the same as I believe last time. The show starts at 5 p.m. So if you get there early, you get that. Uh, uh, is it fifteen dollars for the uh, early entry fee? I don't remember the fees. That's what I'll have to ask. Barely uh, certain fifteen, and then it's uh, and then it's 10, ten for
1: regular, and then
0: five and. 15 will get you in early at the door, let you do a couple meet and greets of any wrestlers that show up early, and then you'll get yep. your seat early. You'll be able to buy merch, get your food, whatever else they're serving there. Tentaclux, also, I think you can also go check out that hotel that they're going to be in. It's one of the coolest hotels I've ever seen. They're at the level local hotel. Uh, they have a pickleball out back. So if you get there even earlier for the show, I think that they're letting people play pickleball and stuff like that. I'm not, a, don't take me, don't take that for word, but I saw on Facebook people doing it. So I'm not a hundred percent sure. Um, but the $15 is for the early entry. The $10 will get you in. That's normal it, entry. Yeah. That's normal that's entry. Normal
1: time. And then yeah. $5 is that's for veterans. first responders. Yeah. And yeah first, so veterans, first responders, responders um all, everybody that serves that serves your community uh uh Heartland Championship Wrestling serves you back uh $5 tickets to get in so for sure 100%. we love you they support you uh they some of man. the
0: other some of the other matches that they've released on their Facebook is uh, the first heavyweight bout that they have is uh, Aaron Helms versus I can't even pronounce that uh Bruce Ador have you ever heard of that Bruce door hey.
1: I have not, but I'll tell you what. I've seen the Prodigy wrestle once or twice. He's pretty solid. I you
0: know, haven't seen Aaron him.
1: Helms.
0: Bruce Adore, he's kind of dressed up like a uh, like Rey Mysterio type. He has a mask. Oh, I'm, cool. I'm not 100% on him. I know Aaron Helms. I've met him personally. He's a cool dude. Um, and then Ray Leone versus Tino Valentino.
1: Ooh, Ray Leon versus Tino. Nice. That'll be a good yeah. match.
0: And then they have a tag team match, the Howletts versus ACFC. Are you familiar with them?
1: Uh, The Howletts, I'm familiar with them, but ACFC doesn't sound familiar.
0: Okay. And then I think they have a challenge. They've got a few challenges. So I highly suggest going to check out their Facebook to read up on more specifics about that. They put new stuff out every two, three hours on their Facebook. They're fast growing, huge community huge support for the organization that they've started over there. And it has 99.9% has to do with the owner, uh, Billy Simmons. If it wasn't for him, I don't think that it would be as big as it's gotten so far. It's it's uh, It's
1: a place to go in the heartland for wrestling. Like it's family entertainment and he's, he's built a brand based off of who he is. um, And that is, it's, it's a loyal brand. It's a hardworking brand. Uh, and man it's a brand that's about the fans
0: so but a couple more matches before we uh cut this part out uh chris Vale versus johnny faith they got a lot of big names going on over at the heartland that's how many people have followed billy uh over to his new organization um and i think that that's it for now i want to say that they had a uh who's the gal that they have wrestling over there for him they haven't for released me? hers Yeah, Stormy Daniels. I thought she had a match, but I don't see it on here no more. So, (laughs) no, maybe not.
1: Wrong, babe. Stormy Renee.
0: Oh, Stormy Renee. Wow, I said Stormy Daniels, didn't I? (laughs) I thought we cut out Stormy (laughs) Daniels.
1: Sorry, Stormy. He was not (laughs) referring to you, the wrestler.
0: (laughs) My bad. (laughs) <laughs> i knew i knew it was stormy i just didn't know exactly what the oh, last name was 100 percent. No, that's a clip Actually, right there really
1: cool, and they were up in uh leavenworth just the other day doing promo work she was decked out in her gear uh out there showing love to the community man i'll tell you what that that's one of the things that impresses me so much about hcw is they're not just a social media presence they're like a real presence they get into the community they love on the businesses they try to build partnerships and relationships that helps everybody grow uh and they man, try that's, to help the community out for a community want. organization like that
0: somebody's just gonna thing, make all the
1: businesses thrive
0: right and another thing about billy is that like he's humble like he doesn't say that he's done all this he shouts his wrestlers out that like stormy she's the one that showed up to the meet and greet like he shouted her out because she showed up on her day off full outfit all that stuff and she showed up to promote the matches or to promote the the whole event for august 12th so they were i don't know if they were giving out tickets or if they were selling them there but they were handing out flyers and they got to do some it was some cheese uh expo or something like that that they were at A cheese expo, and I missed it? It was on Saturday, and you were only 20 miles away? Fail. You're out there watching Travis McGregor throw haymakers not eating cheese.
1: (laughs) I got a big old block of like English sharp cheddar in my fridge. You'd laugh at me.
0: I don't mind sharp cheddar. It's the weird ones that I'm not... eh. If if you can't pronounce it, come on, man.
1: Like Mazithra?
0: I, that I didn't doesn't even that. sound edible, bro. That sounds oh, like a so viral. that yo, sounds like a yo. viral
1: Mazithra cheese. Oh man. Okay, look. You need spaghetti noodles. You need brown butter. Do you know what brown butter is? Yes, sir.
0: <sighs> I've heard of it. It's
1: got like a nutty taste to it. Um where are you going with this? Brown butter and noodles, mazitra cheese on top. One of the best meals ever. So good.
0: I'm turned off immediately because Mazithra rhymes with the word urethra, and we all know how (laughs) that went for you. So,
1: Mazithra rhymes with urethra. That is the longest stretch. Boy, you must be preparing for the Olympics with a stretch like that.
0: I've never even heard the word maurethra. That just sounds (laughs) like a venereal disease. That you hear in a hospital in low-income housing areas, man, that's not Bro, healthy.
1: It sounds, it sounds like a Greek cheese, Mazithra. Mazithra? That don't sound yeah. no
0: Greek. What Greek god do you know wanted the name of Mazithra? Greek god name Mazithra. <laughs> what is he the god of? I want to know that. Make up the yeah. god name for Mazithra. What's he? What's he the god of? Tell me. The god don't of even great tell jokes. Me cheese. Huh?
1: The god of great jokes. Get it? Because they're cheesy.
0: Oh, I got that. But <laughs> no Mazithra have I ever heard of. I think you probably have to look for something like that. Like, I do, I they do have to go to gas Springfield
1: stations? to buy it. I do have Jesus. to go. Like, I do have to drive an hour to buy it. It's a specialty. Was it cheese. worth it? Oh, God, yeah. It's so good. Okay.
0: Now, I have had cheeses that are like Havarti, right? I didn't know that it was yeah, pronounced delicious. Havarti, of course, right? Yeah. I thought it was Havarti, how it's spelled. <laughs> Yeah. but which one's better, Havarti or Mazithra?
1: Two completely different tastes. Uh is going to be really potent, really strong. Um, similar in the flavor profile of what Parmesan might Ooh. be. Um, Not
0: a Parmesan fan. Like the fresh, like shredded Parmesan, I will, I, I can handle. But the that's what I'm talking about.
1: Like fresh stuff shredded like stuff. But do you know how, like, potent, like, have you ever done, like, fresh shredded, like, hardened Parmesan that's shaved?
0: Uh, At restaurants, like, they've, yeah. they've shaved it for me. Yeah.
1: Yeah, you notice how, like, how different that tastes, how potent, how strong and powerful that is?
0: Honestly, I think the fresh Parmesan has oh, a very true. similar taste to fresh uh, mozzarella in a way. Like, not the consistency, but the flavor that I get with it. There's not
1: as much of a fight with mozzarella as there is with Parmesan. And that's kind of right. what I'm getting at with Mazithra is it's also got a bite to it. I just don't, I just
0: like, I don't know what cheese it was. That Jamie had, she got it from the Aldi or whatever. Like during Christmas, they're big into the cheeses, like the, the Christmas oh, yeah. cheeses and the whatever else. But like, anyways, the cheese that I can't stand the smell of, I don't know if it's the Gouda cheese or if it's what was the one that she had. She was just eating it raw and it was just disgusting. Like the oh. Yeah.
1: Smoked the gouda smell. is one that I'm not a fan of. I don't I, I like can't the
0: do smoked gouda. I don't like the smell of gouda at all. I, I can also do don't regular like, uh, gouda feta.
1: okay, but smoked gouda is gross to me. I don't like feta. Oh, I love feta.
0: Love it. I do not. And then there's uh um um what's the other one? A uh, blue, blue cheese. cheese is disgusting. Nobody likes blue cheese Ugh. apparently. Ranch is why they don't uh serve blue cheese everywhere. Oh man. But no, uh any movies that you've been catching up on or shows? I know that you've just get gotten busy, but or just got done being yeah. busy, so I doubt that you've had time for necessarily watching shows or movies.
1: I really have it. That's the downfall. I want to see Oppenheimer. I want to see Oppenheimer as well. That's on my list. Um, Sound of Freedom's on my list too. I want to go see that.
0: Sound of Freedom. Which one? Yeah. Oh, is that about the human trafficking? Yeah, a lot of conspiracy, uh, not conspiracies, but there's a lot of like backlash about the show or whatever.
1: Yeah, it just it's got a pretty solid mess. It's got a pretty strong message, and it's it's there's a culture, man. There's a culture in Hollywood that that kind of encourages this behavior and and there's some pushback to it now and and I
0: think I don't know I think I think a fight's brewing. Well, I mean like with the human trafficking thing like that's been a pretty huge topic for 10 years at least now. I mean you've got people like Ashton Kutcher that are they've got their own organizations uh, going in to fight these things and then you have uh, that baseball pitcher i forgot his name he's big into it he was like going in mm-hmm. to trap these people who are uh kidnapping people and going with like no weapons nothing like that he goes in unarmed and risks his safety to prevent uh human trafficking from happening i can't remember what pitcher that was i was watching uh i don't know if you've heard about it but I have it was it. one of the MLB starting pitchers? I have to look, go back and look. Was it uh, Kershaw? Maybe. I'd Might like have been Kershaw.
1: I'd like to know more.
0: But it's definitely something that needs to be talked about because it's not talked about enough. Because of how large of a yeah, it's I a large scale operation, business. and that means there's a, a lot business. of people involved
1: and in encouraging crazy. it and supporting it, and it needs to get pointed out. It needs to come to light, and we need to get it stopped.
0: Right, and it's and you don't. And why are we talking about aliens when you have stuff like this going on every day? Exactly. Like, who cares about aliens? Question. Like why aliens, are aliens
1: yeah. a congressional to topic talk about on YouTube. And human trafficking. Not. It's a fair question, man. Yeah. It's a very fair
0: question. And if people are more worried about that to be brought to light than aliens, then there's there's things that you probably need to recollect in your life. Prioritize in your life. It's bizarre, but no, yeah. I've seen, I don't, I don't think I remember the name of it at first, but now that you said the Sound of Freedom, because I remember uh, Jim Caviezel's, is he in it yeah. or did he direct it? Yeah,
1: Jim Caviezel's in it.
0: Okay. But Oppenheimer is, I mean, I think at the top of my list that I want to go see, is just a long movie. The longest the movie I've, I've seen my list, for a while for sure. is John Wick 4, and that's, it's, I think, the same length. I mean Oppenheimer's history and I've always been a, a fan of the history uh genre of movies yeah. especially when it's I I hope that it's as detailed that I that I I guess I guess dreamed it to be cuz I hope mm-hmm. that they go into detail about how they came up with the idea and like how much how much we had to learn as a country about after after the fact cuz it's so sure. crazy on what we've done as just in war in general and how we haven't had to use that until then. And then we haven't used it since it's pretty bizarre.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Kind of a, kind of a a drawing of the line in the sand of as a species, we can go this far and no further kind of thing. Right. And it's terrifying. I think we all, you know, it was, it was the fear of the 1950s. You know, who's to say it's not going to be the fear of the 2050s said.
0: I mean, I'm surprised it hasn't happened more than that one time. I mean, we've gotten close. Like, I mean, you, you hear about it in history class and stuff like that, but I mean, Bay of Pigs, uh, Cuban Missile Crisis, all that stuff. I mean, it's just like, that's just like, what was it going to take to actually make somebody hit that button? Like what? What, what, what well, I think could that's have
1: I think that's why people are so cautious about things going on in Ukraine and Russia because it feels like it could be the tipping point if things, you know, if things go haywire there, that could be a tipping point to something much more significant. Um, and when people are desperate, you just don't know what a country is going to do.
0: Right, especially with a country that you don't know much about because they're very private about what they do, anyways. I mean, yep. You don't know what's going through Putin's head. You don't know what's going through uh, the Ukrainian president's head. I mean, you sort of do, because he used to be a stand-up comedian, from what I gather. He's That's bizarre. Ones, yeah. I don't re- I don't recall of me ever seeing him do any stand-up, but it's pretty crazy to think that, like, somebody's, a country's leader used to be a stand-up comedian, and now he's leading a, a country through yeah, a, a pretty much well, a, a, another... It's another revolution for that area. I mean, it's, yeah. if they lose. Well, then it, was, they, it
1: was an invasion is what it was. It was an invasion. Right. It was But if Russia they win, it'll be considered
0: land. a revolution, wouldn't it? If they no. prevent Russia from taking over?
1: Uh, no, not a revolution, just a defense. Because it was already Ukrainian property. It was right. already Ukrainian land.
0: And it's changed, was it twice before this happened?
1: It, it. I mean, it was all, I mean, even Ukraine was part of Soviet Russia. So it's like, it's all, it's all back to the USSR and stuff like that at its core. It's, it's grappling for power is really what it right. is. And each one of these countries is really discovering that they are their own independent place, have their own resources that can be commodified and traded And exported and imported uh, and realizing that that as a nation they have identity so I don't know
0: it's pretty crazy though when you think about like what's going on over there this is the first time we've seen from the comfort of our homes like stuff happen on video from our phones like that
1: the sucky thing that's coming uh and and I'm I just don't know how this is going to play out, but the sea grain deal, the Black Sea grain deal that just got closed out. I don't know if you're tracking any of that. Um, I did. Russia had originally agreed to allow Ukraine to export grain out through the Black Sea. Um, They've just recently stopped uh, allowing that, uh, and that's going to cause some serious uh, issues in the food supply chain. Famine. Um, lots of famine areas, uh, and so they've already started targeting. Uh, I think they've already destroyed like sixty thousand, uh, pounds of grain in silos, their ports, stuff like that. They're targeting port cities now, and damaging. They've killed like twelve civilians, stuff like that. Like it's just, it's just the attrition of war, man. It's awful.
0: It's crazy. I mean. Yeah. We've never seen anything like this go on in our lifetime that we could remember. I mean, yeah, we've been through the Iraq war and stuff like that, but it was never at this level of two countries going at it since probably I don't the think we had early the 90s.
1: I don't think we had right. the access that we do now. Even in the no, 90s, it was just still news. news reported, whereas now, man, I can see on my TikTok videos from Ukrainian soldiers that are posting them. Uh, stuff right. like that. Like That's crazy to me.
0: But I can't recall of like two countries going at it for like, yeah, I mean, you hear about the African civil war, like the civil wars that are going on in Africa. Like you hear about that, but that's not yeah, a country taking over a country.
1: Single country going at itself. Right. Um, and almost so many of those are always religious or racial involved. Um, right. And it's it's people groups going after each other. This one is a country attacking another country, and that's what makes it stand out so much.
0: But can you think of another one like this that we've seen? I guess or that we could have paid attention to on the news? Because I can't.
1: Not, not in any sort. Not of at this level,
0: but, especially with the then, power that they we, have. That's yeah. So it's it's history happening before our eyes, just like. Nine Eleven 11 was just like COVID was oh, just sure. like it's pretty wild. And it was literally just right after COVID. That's what makes it even worse. But I know you got the in-laws coming over. I appreciate yeah, that, you taking the did. time to, to come hang out.
1: Of course, man. I love you, dude. It was
0: a lot I of love fun. love you too. Yeah. But, uh, before we go, just make sure, uh, consider hitting that subscribe button, hit the thumbs up, send us a message, leave a comment. Uh, it's episode 30, Two, i think 33 i don't remember what i put 33 we
1: appreciate y'all for being on the journey Thanks episode
0: for 33
1: hope you got some good snacks yeah. and some good quality time together
0: don't forget that beef jerky don't forget to check out hcw over there's facebook
1: and get you a bag of primal jerky it's so so good It's six bags six bags i like it well guys have a great great week yeah bobby i love you
0: Love you, too. Take care. Bye. Bye. Bye.